Hey guys, it's Aoife here from MSL Consultant and on today's episode I'm going to be describing what a medical science liaison is, how to define the role, who they work with and what they actually do all day. So first off, it's really important to be able to accurately and clearly define what an MSL is. You will be asked this in an interview situation, there is no doubt about this. So the question may appear in different ways. For example, the hiring manager or HR person may ask what is your understanding of the MSL role or what are the responsibilities of the MSL role. And the answer that you give is an opportunity for you to showcase your understanding of the MSL role and the responsibilities and skills required to be an effective MSL. So to answer that question, First off, an MSL is a member of the medical affairs team within a pharmaceutical company. An MSL is a non-promotional role and acts as a bridge between the internal pharmaceutical company and the external therapeutic environment. The role of the MSL is to develop collaborative relationships with key opinion leaders in a given therapeutic area and then utilise these collaborations and insights gained from these KOLs to execute projects that are aligned to the brand strategy. So just to dive into that a little bit further, for example, an MSL working on a product that treats breast cancer will interact with key oncologists specializing in breast cancer. The MSL will leverage these relationships to achieve some of the key strategic objectives of the brand. This may include inviting oncologists to attend advisory boards or to speak at company-sponsored education events or to do a clinical trial with the product in question. Now that we've defined the MSL role, the next thing I want to talk about is a question that I often get asked by my coaching clients and there is a high possibility of you getting asked this question in an MSL interview. The question is, what is the difference between an MSL and a sales rep? Now, there are a few key differences that I'm going to go through. So number one, the sales rep is promotional, whereas the MSL is non-promotional. That means that sales reps have metrics with respect to sales and the amount of prescriptions that doctors write, whereas MSLs may have metrics, but they're not related to an increase in sale of the products. MSL metrics tend to be more qualitative as opposed to quantitative which means MSL metrics might include things like um, developing relationships with KOLs, organizing advisory boards, or um, execution of post-marketing studies. Now that means that the objective of the sales rep in a meeting with a doctor is to get the doctor to prescribe the product, and the objective of the MSL is not to get the doctor to prescribe the product, but the objective of the MSL is related to the overall brand strategy. So although the MSL is strategic, they are not involved in sales. Furthermore, sales reps will use promotional material and key selling messages in discussions with doctors, whereas MSLs will use clinical papers and try and gain as many insights as possible from the doctors by having a robust peer-to-peer two-way conversation. Now, all that being said, MSLs and sales reps often work closely together and both the MSL and the sales rep must develop relationships with doctors. So there are some similarities to the role. In my experience as an MSL, if you're able to develop 
a good collaborative working relationship with the specialist sales reps in your area, it will do wonders to help your work and also help the sales rep. So as well as sales reps, who else does the MSL interact with within the pharmaceutical company? Well, the MSL will work with other members of the medical affairs team. So this will include medical managers, MSL manager, scientific advisors. But there's also a lot of other different departments that the MSL will work with. So, for example, the MSL may work with um, the pharmacovigilance team to report adverse events. They may work with the medical information team to help them answering medical inquiries that come in from doctors. They may work with the regulatory team to provide scientific expertise in order to insist, assist with getting a product registered. MSLs often work very closely with the marketing team in order to understand the overall brand strategy and how KOL relationships and the medical strategy can support this. And they often work with the training department in order to develop training material for the sales reps. So now we know how to define the MSL role and who the MSL works with. The next question is, what does an MSL actually do all day? Well, as incredibly cliche as it sounds, no two days are the same for an MSL which is one of the reasons I love being an MSL so much. It's an incredibly varied role. You rarely get bored and you get the opportunity to work with a lot of different people on different types of activities. Activities an MSL does day to day include, but are not limited to, promotional review. And this means assessing a promotional material developed by the marketing department and ensuring it's accurate, balanced and reflects the body of evidence. This is something that is becoming more common for MSLs to be involved in as the MSL role becomes quite a hybrid role between a medical science liaison and a scientific advisor. MSLs often spend time supporting sales reps. They might be answering questions or training the sales reps. For example, in my last MSL role, I would catch up with the specialist sales reps in my area for a coffee, usually about once every two weeks and answer any questions they had uh, train them on some of the clinical papers if they were a little bit confused about something or if they were repeatedly getting a question from a doctor that they were a little bit unsure of, I'd coach them on how to answer it. It's a really, really um, rewarding part of the role and something that I really enjoyed. A massive part of the MSL role is, of course, KOL meetings. Uh, with KOL meetings, there's a lot that goes into it. You need to identify the KOL, which is called stakeholder mapping. You need to do a lot of research before the KOL meeting um, and prepare and know what you're going to talk about and the questions you're going to ask. And you also have to organize and travel to the KOL meeting. Another less interesting part of the MSL role is internal compliance or training. The pharmaceutical industry is a highly regulated environment and as such, MSLs must complete a lot of internal training. It's a little bit boring, but it's completely necessary. MSLs are experts in the therapeutic area and so they must upskill in their therapeutic area regularly. I always recommend MSLs to set up alerts on either PubMed or Google Scholar in order to keep up to date with the scientific publications in their product and on the competitor's product. They can then use this up-to-date information in conversations with KOLs to demonstrate their scientific expertise but also to facilitate robust scientific discussion. MSLs also spend some time planning advisory boards. This includes inviting KOLs to advisory boards, 
researching the objective of the advisory board, um, doing the agenda for the advisory board and deciding what needs to be presented at the advisory board. So it is a huge amount of work. MSLs will also have internal meetings with different colleagues. So they might be meeting with their marketing colleagues to share insights from KOLs from the field. They might be meeting with their colleagues in the training department in, or, in order to train um, sales reps. And MSLs also um, manage investigator-initiated studies. So management of investigator-initiated studies comprises ensuring that the principal investigator is aware of the milestones and ensuring the study is on track. And finally, MSLs also spend a lot of time attending conferences, as this is where they catch up with a lot of KOLs and ensure their knowledge of the therapeutic environment is up to date. And that pretty much covers a lot of what the MSL does. So as you can hear, the MSL is a pretty varied role. Hopefully now you have a crystal clear understanding of how to define a medical science liaison, who they work with and what they actually do all day. If you need any more information on anything I've mentioned on today's episode, check out my website, mslconsultant.com and sign up to my newsletter to get MSL tips straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening and take care. Bye.